Wait, so what were you saying? You want to start it or should I start it? You start it. Me to start it? With a theme song? Yeah. Pretty soon I'm gonna be famous A little more famous than you Certain people will greet my name with A proud and mighty And one glorious day my songs will be played at an airport chilies too. <laughs> Why, yes, I'm gonna be famous, and you can be famous too. Well, welcome, welcome, one and all, to another episode <laughs> of Famish with Jukebox the Ghost. By Jukebox the Ghost. Our guest today is Jukebox the Ghost. This is a year-end recap. Uh, we are filming it at year's end, but you're going to be hearing this in 2023, you lucky dog. And so we're just going to talk about the stuff that happened this year. We're going to... Big year. Big year. We're going to hit all of... We're going to hit all your favorite segments. You know, we're going to cover tour stories. We toured. We have new tour stories. Uh, and we'll figure out a one-hit ponder to talk about. Maybe one of our songs will be a hit this year. Who knows? <laughs> Unlikely. Uh, joining me, of course, is Jukebox the Ghost. That's me. I'm Ben. And then, of course, we have, to my left... Uh, hi, my name is Tommy. That's right. He doesn't lie. And on the other side of Brooklyn... I'm Jesse. Wow. That is three for three. <laughs> Our friends, we can introduce ourselves and we can do so much more. <laughs> we are Jukebox the Ghost. Well, guys, we came out with a new album this year. That was the big one, wasn't it? That's the big. That's the big thing. I mean, there was there was stuff that happened before May, but when I think about this year, I think about Cheers. I do think about Cheers too. I think about that album. I like that album. That, so it's now it's been like kind of a minute, and you like I feel like when you're making a record, you you really can't get a sense for what it is. You have no idea how it stacks up. You're excited about it. Uh, and it's only after it comes out and you can't uh, tinker with it anymore that you can kind of take a step back and be like, oh, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about Cheers? Not nine months in. If I'm being totally honest, I have no idea. Great. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I will say I've really enjoyed playing the songs on the road. You know, it's been really nice to spruce up the set list and add some new things in and have some, you know, surprises on the road. I, I feel like it's funny. This is album. I need to check with the guys in, in Jukebox. This is album number six, right? Is that right? Studio album I'm number six? Sure. Jesse, do you know? I think it's six. I, six. Saying, like, six. I, don't, I don't come from a big family, but I would imagine by the sixth child, everyone is expressing some degree of indifference. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, you love this child and you're going to do your best to raise this child. But at the end of the day... You know, how does this, you can't, you've, you've, you've stopped comparing. Right? And if you're a big fan of your own family, you only like the two oldest children. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, it's the youngest child. So it's like your favorite, but you're like, that answer is, it's like, you know, it's not true, but it's what you say. It's but it's also favorite. like, it's, it's only the youngest my child song. for a, a little while be, because we're going to release another record. And then it's six out of seven. And what happens to that kid? Mm. It, if you're a six out of seven listener, Write us a note. Yeah. Drop us a line and let us know how your life has gone. You are definitely, I can say with a high likelihood that you were Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. The, you know, the record, it felt good. I, I like it. I, it's, 
I love this album. I loved making this album. This album will always be the one we made during COVID and that we made in this here studio and figured out on our own for the first time. And, uh, you know, there's this funny thing that happens where all of a sudden you start to, to measure the value of it by like, which songs are streaming more or what goes over live better. And it really clouds I don't know. It, it, it changes how I think about a record. But ultimately, I, I love it. And I'm just trying to hold on to that. Yeah. No, it's funny. I asked the question as if I had a definitive answer on it. But I was realizing afterwards that like, it's not, I haven't listened to Cheers since it came out. I've played the songs a lot. <laughs> right, but right. I, haven't, I haven't actually listened yeah, to it. Same. So I'll be curious to come back to it in like a year and be like, what's this all about? Because I mean, at the moment, I'm still in the glow of like, it's kind of my favorite record. Like, it's just got, it's got the vibes I'm looking for. I, I I love it. I love it. There's like, there's less things I would do differently about this record than most other records. Like usually nine months later after we put out an album, I'm I'm like, oh man, I wish we had done this. Oh man, I wish we had done this. Yeah. And I don't really have that feeling this time. I'm with you. I'm not there yet. Which is good. Jesse, how do you feel? Yeah. I like it. It's definitely, you know, I feel like it has a really strong Ben Tommy balance, which, you know, all of our records have that to, to varying degrees. But record one, you know, Tommy was on his song Sweet Kick and that eats up a lot of time. And I think I think this one is like, you know, we, we did some songs that connect, but we made sure that it was uh, it was kind of some Tommy bangers and some Ben bangers. And then some be- some Tommy Sleepies, some Ben Sleepies. <laughs> I just think it has a good. <laughs> I want you to write for Rolling Stone. Yeah. It's, a, it's got a few. This record has a few Sleepies it's on it. It's got some Sleepies. Yeah. Doesn't it actually sleepy this I imagine this review of a Bonnie Vera record. You know? Oh man, that is mostly Sleepies. Top mostly to bottom Sleepies. sleepies. <laughs> that's the that's which. It's <laughs> the name of his new record. Top to bottom sleepies. <laughs> so what else happened? No, no, you're still up. You're still up. You didn't finish your review. You said there are s- slow songs and fast songs, and then you, st- <laughs> you stopped. Yeah. Are we really just reviewing our own record? You just figured that out. <laughs> look, look, I, uh, I love Ramona. I love How the World Began. I love every Tommy song on this record. <laughs> like, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like we look. We played, we played a lot of new songs on this last tour, which I guess we'll we'll also talk about that too. But um, we got a chance to play a lot of them, and that's something that I'm. I guess like we could go about a new record a few different ways now because this is record six. I feel like some bands will play like one or two new songs, but we sort of we're a band that tours a lot as some as their fans know so we just when we make a new record and we decide to tour on it there's this like tension right where we feel like we want to play the songs that people know and love and we also want to give these new ones a chance and i think um i don't know didn't we get a chance to play almost all of them live i think we well, we did because we did th- we did that album release show uh in may where oh, we, we played, played the whole record. We there. played Cheers yeah. from front to back. But I will say, I mean, we I, we only played. Well, you know, but I don't think did we. We've only played Century in the Making once. It was at that show, 
yeah. then we've only played Move Along once. Yeah, you can right. figure it out. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Move Along is absolutely the hardest song to play on, on the record. Like, not actually when you break it down, but somehow when you play it in a room, it's like, has a, like, rub your tummy, pat your head thing going on. That I actually just can't play it still. But it, like, if, but the piano by itself is not that hard, right? Yeah, yeah, if you separate the parts. I yeah. can play the piano by itself, I can sing it. You need to hire, a, sing, hire a singer. I need to hire song. a singer or a piano player. <laughs> yeah. Or a bassist. If you're a, if you're a piano player, ugh, the bassist wouldn't help for this one. Bassist would be great, though. Don't get me wrong. A drummer would be cool. <laughs> and uh, there's, lots of, there's lots of great people we could hire for this band. <laughs> I, I, I mean, another thing, another great thing about this record is I feel like it introduced into our, our fall tour. We sort of, we actually went in with the mindset of like, let's add some jams. And there were a few songs in the new record that were like very conducive to that. And I, I don't know how you guys felt. It, it generally was like my highlight of every show was some improvisational moment that I didn't know what was going to happen. Just because you're, you're kind of like, you know, you're excited. You're on the tightrope. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could really screw up. Yeah, you had some ripping solos on this tour. Thanks, bro. You too. You had Thanks. some ripping solos. Thanks. Jesse, you didn't really do much solo. Did you? <laughs> Look, I many will know. <laughs> I'm I'm slow to appreciate the jam, but I I'm getting there. <laughs> many will know that Jesse <laughs> many, <laughs> appreciates a good jam. There was one solo that I could just never count the number of bars, and every night I just sort of I was girl. Like, Is it now? Right? No. No, it was the million dollar bills one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that and, uh, one, that one was a little, pretty chaotic. Which it's a I lot of do, notes. I do really want to. I need to. Uh, the footage from the Halloween show. Yeah, I really want to show you guys the the end of the solo. Something went wrong. What went wrong? It, I didn't the, have a it's monitor. The pitch, the pitch wheel on your guitar. I think the pitch wheel went nuts, and I. So we're think... soloing a half step off from each other. <laughs> it's like one of those shreds videos from YouTube. It's yeah, so this, sick. Uh, this thing. So you know. Dear listeners, uh, we integrated multiple guitar solos into the set because two. we're a classy band. And uh, there's the big one of Million Dollar Bills. And Tommy and I uh, designed like a, a, a trade-off solo, which we've always wanted to do and never been able to actually pull off. And it's really fun. But I think towards the end of, uh, by, by the back half of the solo, we're playing constantly at the same time. And the synth, I think, did a thing. This is what I figured out after, that I, if, you, if, you, if all the notes are legato, infinitely legato, it starts to trigger this weird release <laughs> that's built into the synth where like all of a sudden it starts going like constantly. But I didn't know that. And I just thought the knobs were broken because I was going like and um, it really went nuts at that at the Brooklyn Steel Show. Of course, at the biggest show of the whole tour that's also being professionally recorded and filmed. I loved that solo. <laughs> that was a good solo. <laughs> yeah, it's Jesse's kind of solo. Uh, but no, I, I like playing the girl solo. It's nice to like actually play some piano and try to rip a little bit and make some shit up. Yeah, the girl, the girl solo was fun. It got, it got a little jazzy. It did get jazzy. What What was your favorite show of tour? If you had to pick, you can pick more than one. But if you had to like really, what let's sticks do, Let's do favorite, favorite. Let's do this. Let's do favorite show of the year. Oh. And then favorite uh, Halloween. Okay. To separate the two. That's true. That's because those are kind of cheating, huh? Yeah. I like San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's good. 
Tour stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't, you can't just play. All, like, oh, I can play, play. I have full power. Yeah, give me the just whole, the whole give thing. Give me the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, here's the whole thing. Tour stories. You're on an endless highway, heading into Ohio. You hear the chilling whisper of Ira Glass on the radio. We have uh, stories today about unpredictable kinds of things that can happen. It's three hours past midnight, you shiver as you realize your fate. On this never-ending tour, there's no exit. And you regret the slimy, scary, hairy, greasy, pre-wrapped truck stop sausage biscuit thing you ate. Tour story. San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give a candid answer. I don't honestly really remember because they truly blend together. Like, when an artist says their favorite is it bullshit? I, not for me. Let me ask you this. Can you differentiate? <laughs> when you say it's bullshit, can you, really? <laughs> when, can you differentiate between the show we did on my birthday when it was 110 degrees on a lawn outside of a shipping port in Delaware in front of people scattered hundreds of feet away in, in antiquated COVID boxes in lawn chairs under umbrellas as a storm approached from... I don't know any of the other good shows we played. This yeah, year. So, a sold out nine thirty club. <laughs> yeah, sold show. out nine thirty club show. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Over. A little bit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he can do it. He can do it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. It does all blur together. They blur I, together I, a bit. I know that you loved Seattle this year. No, I loved Seattle last year. You, I this year I was hungover. You loved it was the Seattle day after, last year. <laughs> see, it was the day after my birthday, and I was a little hungry over. Mm. Oh. But I do love, okay, I love that Seattle venue. Was that Neptune? Neptune. Always love playing there. It's true. Yeah. Love that. Loved LA this year. LA was, was also really yeah, fun. That's what I, I had a, you know, part of the reason I played the tour, tour story is because on this, the whole tour really was a series of, of, of terrible, terrible sicknesses. Jesse, I think day two or day three, you came to the van and were like, I don't feel well. And for Jess to say he doesn't feel well <laughs> is like someone else losing a limb. Like he doesn't <laughs> say it. No, I mean, I, and like, this sounds I don't know. Sounds like I'm trying to be cool, but truly, I know that I'm not that I'm going down because I don't feel like drinking a beer. Like it's it's just I can't do it. It's like I don't feel like drinking a beer at all, and that's how I. I I just want to interject and let everybody know that despite the numerous references Jesse's made so far, (laughs) he is not an alcoholic. (laughs) He just wants people to know that he could be. How many have I made under control? Every day is my birthday. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you. you, you I went down. First. Yeah, yeah, and then and then we all we all went down. Yeah, uh, and that was brutal. We think it was RSV, right? Uh, we're fairly certain there's RSV. I, you know, these guys were super sick, and we were all wearing masks in the van, and uh, you know, social distancing best we could. But of course, we're back. <laughs> we're back in a van, um, 
And then these guys repaired and I was like, I was so on, on like the, I'm going to like eat greens and I'm going to exercise and I'm not going to get sick. And then I just went down hard <laughs> in San Diego. Um, and then we had two days off in Joshua tree where I thought we were going to have all sorts of fun extracurricular activities in the desert and, um, spent the whole time in bed. And then my eyes got bloodshot. Yeah. And my, my nose was like a, like a, like a, like someone tapped it for syrup and it was just like pouring out snot and it was terrible. And I really felt bad until the tour ended like two weeks later. Yeah. I was trying to think of a favorite show and I was realizing that, um, I actually loved every show that I did not have an active case of RSV. Other than that, I loved the tour. And I, I think normally like, maybe it's cause like I, I haven't spent that much time writing new music this year, but I've spent a lot of time, just playing scales and practicing guitar, like electric guitar lead stuff. And it kind of meant that like, I didn't have the ups and downs that sometimes I'll have on tour where I like, I have a night where I feel like I'm just playing lemons the whole night. Like and get nervous or psyched out. Like I felt like I trained for the tour. And as a result, every night that I was healthy, I was like, that was great. Loved it. Which I, it sounds dumb, but I've never really treated it like that before. Like an athletic sort of physical That's cool. activity. That's really cool. Jesse, when was the last time you practiced drums? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fun having these things. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, well, I, we, I was gonna say I didn't uh, just to keep on uh, like like you know leading into Jesse Town, but we did do a, a gig without you for the first time. Oh yeah, in in <laughs> almost ever, ever we had a sub drummer for the the second first time for real first time like actually like rehearsed sub drummer. We had a friend step in once when you had a family emergency. But oh, you did. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> it was wild. Well, yeah, that was weird. We played it. Uh, and then Jesse, I'll get your I'll get your take on what your favorite part of the show was. But <laughs> we played this show with the with the sub drummer, uh, great guy <laughs> Brian Bazzori, yep. in uh, at a summer camp um, in Detroit. And these kids, they didn't know who we were. They didn't know that there was not a Jesse but a Brian in the band. And we took a lot of pictures as Jukebox the Ghost with me and Tommy and Brian. Brian signed a lot of autographs. He signed a lot of autographs. Um, which we should talk about that show for a minute because that was very special. That was like a, a, a kid's Jewish summer camp outside of Detroit uh, that decided that Colorful was their song of the summer. So they like brainwashed these kids into like hearing this, you know, loving the song because they're playing it every day, day after day after day after day after day. After day. Luckily, this was this was loving brain like this is brainwashing in a loving way and beneficial to us, you know. So <laughs> yes. we we don't we don't we don't mind. We don't mind brainwashing as long as we end up uh, on top. Yeah, I mean, that's how you end up with a cult, you know. Mm. You brainwashed uh, them. You tricked these kids <laughs> into thinking that Brian was a core member. Of- <laughs> <laughs> kids got brainwashed. But it was great because we showed up to play this gig um, and, uh, you know, th- these kids couldn't care care less about any of our music except for the song Colorful. Um, we opened the show with Colorful and it was this beautiful outdoor amphitheater and it's maybe, I don't know, 400 kids and it's this beautiful summer night. And as soon as we played it, they lost their minds and just started 
running down and like going through the stage and trying to fist bump Tommy and like moshing. And it was great. And then we finished the song and we played another song and they just went back to their seats and just waited for us to play colorful again, which we did two more times throughout that set. It's, it's the the only situation possible where you could, uh, we witnessed this happen where colorful where the, I would say even the fourth rendition of colorful got a much bigger reaction than us playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, what, what was nice is that we got it with the whole experience went well and, and we loved everyone uh, that ran the camp and the kids are great and all that. And they, they asked us back for the second session, like later in the summer. So Jesse, we got to Jesse watch them the second time around. You actually got to see it. Yeah. Not, although, yeah, yeah. They were more in control. The one I will say it, it, it feels like a little boy cried, boy who cried wolf, but I will say the first time was way more insane insane. it It was was... way more insane the second one the one that you did was like a sort of normal gig by comparison there was something about there was an unhinged energy right do you think they got sick of colorful around the seventh time of the summer they heard it well different kids in the first session so i don't know yeah some are the same but no i don't think so because like you know i i Joined them. I don't think you all saw this, but I I went to lunch with these kids, and maybe you were there for that. I'm getting confused now. But um, you know, they did like announcements and all the kids in their groups. I didn't go to summer camps. So all this was very foreign to me and crazy. But all the, they have their chants and they yell from one table to another, incomprehensible things that <laughs> rhyme. And then at one point, they're like, "Ben's gonna. This is Ben. He you know sings colorful." This is the song of the summer. Let's go. And then they played colorful over the speakers in the auditorium. And then I just went around and like danced with these kids. And then no, they played it again. So I did it again. <laughs> so it was like seven minutes of just like jumping with six and seven year olds singing my own song. It was surreal. I I I I, I like kids. Kids are great. I think that sounds like my worst nightmare. Like everyone looking at me while I just have to pantomime enjoying and dancing to my own song. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I had, <laughs> I did enjoy it. You know, I'd find some kid who was like kind of shy and then I'd dance with that kid and that felt nice. And then there were like, you know, some teenage girls that actually still made me feel like judged and uncomfortable. And, you know, it's, but it was a nice, it was a nice mix. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good, good, good experience. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a special show. That was like, that's a show, a lot of shows this year, I think we'll get, uh, you know, forgotten over time. And yeah, it's weird how like a totally forgotten. solid, great show will, will totally get forgotten. But as as long as it's weird enough, I'll remember it. Yeah. for all time. Yes, yeah, c- graduate casino night will live on in my in my mind, even though it was a very unremarkable gig from two thousand four. It was a great, great gig. Our first gig. First was it? gig ever. And this yeah. was a college gig. For yeah. us. Yep. Uh, you know, Mike. Do Walker. you guys know any killers? Right. Yep, that's, that's, the how the, that's how the set ended. We had a big oh, build up beautiful. to a song, forecast song, I think it was, right? Yeah. And right before our big blowout ending, we had a big dramatic pause and someone picks up a mic and goes, All right, we're gonna do the raffle for the iPod touch. <laughs> and then this girl walks up to Jesse and goes, Do you know any killers? <laughs> and that was the end of the set. Yeah. I knew how that story went and it just killed me just Every, now hearing it. It's again. good. Every time it's good. All bands some bands start very famous. We we did. We, it took us a minute. We're still working on it. We're famous, and we still don't know any killers. Uh, is that true? Yeah, you you're think, right. Yeah, we've never. We learned can't a killer play a song. Killer, killer song. No, I got mixed up. I thought I, in my mind, uh, "Shut Up and Dance with Me" was a 
<laughs> it's not a killer <laughs> it's song. It's not a killer song. <laughs> That's definitely not killers. Um, what did you? What did? What, I'm trying to. Th- so Jesse had a, an interesting thing on this tour where um, Jesse, you got really into uh, into trees. You became a tree guy. Yes, and even when Ben talked about tapping into something, to it <laughs> yeah. triggered me because I was like, "Oh, like a sugar maple, cool." Yeah, I uh, and look, and Tommy has been a birder now for two years, maybe more, three years. You've been a birder for a couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a little. I took a little bit of inspiration from you, and but also, what the hell was it? I've been getting into woodworking too, and there was just at some point. I like went, whoa, trees, man. They're, they're like big plants. <laughs> whoa. They're cool. But uh, yeah, so anyway. Trees. I got a, they're cool. I got a, <laughs> I got a book on uh, tree identification. And like somehow that was a thing to do when everyone is at a random hideous rest stop in the middle of nowhere. It's like, okay, what am I going to do with my brain? Like, cause that's tour, right? It's like, you're, yeah. What do you, what do you freaking do with your brain? Nothing. Your brain shuts down. Turns it shuts down. You get poo brain. You get poo brain. You get tour brain. It's, it's not good. It's not good. But, uh, as dumb as it sounds, like trees were a thing that I could latch onto, you know? Quite literally. We would get out of a, I, like, we'd leave the van. Tommy would have his binoculars and just go start looking at things. We're hoping birds. We haven't verified. <laughs> and then Jesse, speaking of latching onto, you just look up and he's just like pulling leaves off of every tree he can find. <laughs> and then we, at one point, I, I remember I, I was trying not to be rude, genuinely. And, but I was like, you, because you would just come up and be like, it's a sugar maple. And I'd be like, Okay. Tell me something about and it. And I was like, you got to tell me something. Like, I'm I don't, like, I'm not identifying these trees. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta I'm not there yet. You got to tell me a st- statistic. Like, these feed koalas. <laughs> these are the, the height to weight ratio is the best, you know. Then right. that got better. He started to t- give me some, give me some deep. It is like wearing a, tip. it's like wearing a band t-shirt and, you know, name three songs. So like, I, you know, I'm like, this is a, you know, this is a white oak. And you're like, Cool. Name three facts. Yeah. Can't can't do it. <laughs> yeah, really. Like I was so supportive of your hobby, but I it got really boring. J- Jesse's amazing though, because he 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 actually had like a high school style like science fair binder that he made of yeah. with every page having like different different leaves that you had like in plastic, and yeah. it's very impressive. I learned some interesting stuff about trees on on this tour. I thought it's yeah. cool. Well, it's cool. I mean, it, I have the binder. It's probably smelly at this point because there's a bunch of rotting leaves in it um but that was just a way to remember what i saw i don't know how you do it tommy oh i know if i see a bird i kill it and i put it in a binder (laughs) yeah he at least flatten it at least plucks a feather yeah puts it between two pieces of wax paper and irons it yeah (laughs) yeah i gotta get that iron piping hot (laughs) oh that's a cardinal um no it's it is it i mean i would say that sometimes when i see something i'll uh, uh i'll I'll Say make something. a note of it in, in, in a bird book and put the date and where I saw it. That's cute. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, I think the main difference was at this point, you know, Tommy has been birding enough that you know the birds that are exciting. So you'd be like, yo, I just saw like a gray Eastern North American Canadian grackle, you know? <laughs> yep. And he's like, those are really rare. And Jesse would just come on and be like, that's a pine tree. 
<laughs> you know, but now, but it got, it did improve. Then, well, then it started to get subtle and, and no. And like, look, it's annoying. It's annoying for me because you can't even, I have a conversation with me now. I'm like walking down the street and there, there are trees everywhere. They're so boring. They're trees. And if you give, and if you give a shit, you're just not going to listen to any conversation and you're going to be a bad friend. I just, guys, I just, I just opened my phone to look at my document of birds. And I, I, I logged 99 birds on this fall tour. I, I, was, I made a list. Hey, on you know what? That's awesome. That's really awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There, when we were in Joshua Tree and I was, I was feeling particularly bad, but we were de- taking some walks, I, I was thinking, you know, I want to I fit in. I want to connect with my friends. I, I want to I have something that, that we can talk about that's not music and Taco Bell. So I, for a day, I was like, you know what? I'll get into bugs. I'll get into bugs because then I can talk to Jesse about bugs on trees and I can talk to Tommy about bugs on birds and bugs that birds eat. And so I, I took a, I took a high hike in the desert and I, I watched some ants for a while <laughs> and, I, and I tried to figure out where they were going. And I was, but I was really sick because I still had, I said RSV and then I, I lost their little pheromone trail. And I thought, I don't give a shit about these ants. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> and that was the end of that. I love I love imagining that scenario. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I really great. tried. That's I will wonderful. say, though, we, we, uh, one of the best, one of the best insects, uh, you know, Kelly, who is my wife and I went on safari this last year and the dung beetles are kind of the coolest insects, one of the coolest things out there. They're the shit. Hey. <laughs> Pretty soon I'm gonna be... I'm just kidding. That's not the end. <laughs> Could have been. I was glad everyone stuck um, with that moment of silence. Yeah, no, so really nice. I just don't edit of... that out. Whoever's... Don't edit that out. That's a good moment. That's a good moment. Artistry. But they actually do roll like poop around, right? Yeah, they roll, they roll the poop. And there's a lot of animals out there pooping. Zebras. Wildebeests, <laughs> other animals, a lot of elephants. Those are some big. Uh, I, I will move on, but I I'm did, hearing some passion here. I think you might. This might be your zone. One of the one of one. They uh, there's a thing you can do with um, elephant pellets because it's like mostly like uh, like acacia and other other grasses. Is you put them in your mouth and then you see who can shoot at the furthest by going like like that, you know. So I did that and I was okay. <laughs> wow. I did, did that in though. Africa. I did not eat shit. It's dung. Did you do that in Africa or did you like order some elephant pellets on what I do in my own time is my own business? <laughs> it's a Brooklyn. Thing. It was here in Brooklyn. It's a Brooklyn. It's thing. rat shit. <laughs> 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 well, you never you never you never done the rat shit shooting? Somebody just turned off this podcast. <laughs> I um, uh, I did the one chip challenge. <laughs> this is my actually tour highlight. Oh, you highlight. did! You actually took it. You ate it. Yeah. Did Did we know? Did you know about this? No, I did. So it. explain the one chip challenge for anyone who doesn't know. Um, so I so I knew nothing about it culturally. Like I know it's kind of a thing. Like I don't know people. It's French people, right? It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> our Alejo, our uh, our beloved merch seller on this past tour. He came out of a gas station. This was like one of the last, the final week of tour. Comes out of a gas station with uh, a 
he spent eight bucks on a spicy tortilla chip. And it's like the, I forget the name of the brand, but it's like, it turns your tongue blue. And it's like, it's a uh, Carolina Reaper pepper. It's covered in Carolina Reaper. It's and, one chip that's eight And scorpion pepper. It's one tortilla chip, costs eight bucks, and it's ridiculously hot. And uh, I didn't do it on tour, but I did it like a week later. And um, yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> was it even funny? Were you by yourself? No. Except I was, the scene. So the scene, I, I just um, wrapped up. Uh, I was at, at a wood shop. So my friends and I were wrapping up at the wood shop. And I had this thing. And I was like, and we, we had some beers because it was a Friday. Here I go talking about it again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they were like, you know what? I need to do this now. Because what kind of trees were you working with? All sorts of trees. Cool. Uh, definitely some red oak. Right. Um, probably some white pine. Uh, <laughs> actually, some cedar, some reclaimed cedar. All right. All right. Uh, it was nice. It was a nice day. Uh, I ate the chip, <laughs> all of it, and uh, and um, I guess it took about ten seconds for me to realize that it was indeed spicy. Um, I felt sort of okay, but I turned bright red. And uh, my stomach started hurting a lot. And on my on the subway, <laughs> on the subway, I was like, I had to change trains on the subway in New York. And uh, I kind of like jogged down the subway because I was excited to get home. And uh, it like the <laughs> it like rattled my stomach in a funny way. And then I'm just waiting for my train, and I'm just like swallowing. I'm just like, like, oh, I might. Vomit. I love I love this. Like anyone that visits New York, like this is just part of the tapestry. Yeah. yeah. Like anytime you get on a train, somebody has like a like a death rattle in their belly, is swallowing too much, is bright red, and looks like they're about to shit themselves. Uh, well, I thought train. I was gonna be a train puker. It was yeah, it was I felt like I was gonna hurl, as they say in the nineties. Said in the nineties. Uh I didn't, but I did leave the train station because I I just <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna be a subway platform puker. Not today. Anyway, I didn't puke, but I felt like shit, and that subsided. Uh, so, and that so was the one chip challenge. Let's cut to today. Would you do it again? No. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> well, that one's really dramatic. That's good. First one is solid, though. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. One chip challenge. I ate it. What else? God. I, what were your tour highlights? Or did we talk about this tour enough? I, I, oh, we've I, talked about I, it enough. I think so. so. This part we can edit out. This sucks. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of like... I will say one of the other... My other highlights of this uh, this year was playing the Joko Cruise. We've been lucky enough to do many cruises throughout our our strange and... Some might say illustrious, some might not say illustrious <laughs> career. Some might say remarkable, some might say unremarkable. <laughs> um, but this is great. It was like the it was like the nerd cruise of nerd cruises, uh, with a bunch of really awesome nerds with like it rocked it, tons of board games and great uh artists and uh writers and comic book writers, and it was really fun. That's really all I have to say about that. I just really I'm I'm just I just like to cruise. 
I'm no, it was awesome. It was it, it, well, Jesse. Although Jesse had a, you've had you've what had happened? some you've had some mishaps. You don't remember when you stepped on a sea urchin and had to get them <laughs> oh, removed yeah. from your foot? <clears throat> that was gnarly, dude. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, brutal, brutal. He, it was like his first. It was like his first step onto into the water. We, we had no. Sh- it was my last. I was leaving, so it was, it's even, uh, it was almost worse. Well, than I would that. say well, that the the, the yeah. step the time it's always your last step in the water when you're <laughs> stepping on a sea urchin. <laughs> True, but I was on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was on my way out, and I I remember like I was like I pushed off a rock. And so, like, I even, like, I had added pressure on my foot that shouldn't, because I was just kind of playing around, Bleh. pushing off a rock, and it was sharp and tingly. Well, what, and what really, you know, it's like you were so, you are, like, incredible, you have a great pain threshold, and, um, you know, this was, we only had, like, two hours, because we had a sound check, we had our big show that night. When you're on the cruise, you're there for, like, seven days, every band has, like, their night of, of playing shows, and we were doing two, because we had our own, and then karaoke into queen long night so jesse you and i just went out we're like let's go just hop in the water for like 10 minutes just like so we walked all the way out and there's a long way down the whatever the 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 dock yeah you got in the water stepped on a sea urchin and then we went back in and you spent two hours getting them like removed by some doctor in the belly of the ship (laughs) i'll teach you to never leave the boat ever again yep yeah that was tough that was a i we when we we just played our our last show of this tour was it no, I forget. No, but we played in D.C. Uh, at the end of October. And um, yeah, these two fans after the show like called me down to the street and like, we were on the cruise. How's Jesse's foot? <laughs> I was like, I think it's fine. It's like, we were on the beach. We saw it happen. I was like, awesome. Thanks they, for coming back they, to the show. And you didn't warn him. <laughs> and then there was that, remember that email thread? I'm still like a little embarrassed by this, but there was like after the cruise, because we all made great friends, like lifelong friends, I think. Uh, and there were all these emails, like this was, I had the time of my life. Like we all connected. This was beautiful. And like, at some point the sea urchin thing got mentioned and then someone reply all to me and like asked me specifically, like what happened with the sea urchin? And it was this like very sentimental, um, <laughs> chain of like post cruise chain, uh, of like, you know, Whatever. We, we all love each other. Goodbye. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? They reply all and asked me about my stupid foot. What'd you do? I think I like, I remember like, I was like, well, I don't want to respond to them directly because then the whole chain, like the whole chain is hanging is like, then I'm holding up the whole conversation because yeah. someone in the reply all asked me a question. So I need to answer it in front of everyone. So I think I just like, said, oh, it was fine. <laughs> um, great times anyway. <laughs> and then the next response, the next response was like, I, I say we should wrap this up now, this thread. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you wouldn't give a theme song for email stories. Uh, it's seriously, though, do. I really felt like it was like this like reply all etiquette. It was, it was odd, <laughs> you know. Uh, Jesse, you, sometimes you just don't like doing a, a thing. You know, sometimes I don't like doing a thing. You're totally right. Like when I, you got back, you had a Paris trip many years ago, and I was like, "How's your trip?" He goes, "It was, it was good." It and was. I was like, and I was like, "That's it?" He goes, yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so for years, I just thought, like, "Oh man, Jesse doesn't really like Paris." And well, I remember, like, four trip. months ago, I was like, "Jesse, like, you're, you know, you're going on a trip to Ireland." I was like, "Man, I hope this is better than your Paris trip." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" 
I was like, I'm, well, you didn't really like the Paris trip. So I was like, I hope you like have a good time in Ireland. You're like, I love the Paris trip. It's great. Love Paris. I was like, why'd you just say it was good? I'm, <laughs> I'm weird about traveling. I have the memory of a frigging goldfish. So, I, you know, I For like traveling. For the record, traveling. you had just returned from Paris. So I, uh, I think you should still remember it. Also, <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning that memory of a goldfish thing a little bit. Just because you gave us such a detailed breakdown of an email chain from February. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things just stick. <laughs> yeah, like sea urchin. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I have a question. Right. This World Cup that everyone's talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, Top Cup. Ben. So are you- this because we are we are taping this uh mid December. Um just so you know, uh Croatia was just knocked out by Argentina. Messi is on his way to losing the World Cup to Morocco. This is none of that will happen. That seems highly unlikely, but I, I have to call it uh, now um, because we are in the future, but I am in the past. Um, soccer is soccer is the sport. World Cup is the competition. It's all the international teams, um, and uh, Morocco becomes the first African nation to ever win the World Cup, upsetting uh, historical great Lionel Messi and future great and already legend uh, Kylian Mbappe. Wow. wow. I believe you. It seems highly unlikely. Right, well, First well, African nation to ever make it to a semifinal of a World Cup. Very exciting. Hell yeah. I'm a huge soccer fan. It was it's that true. was my that was truly actually my my tour uh entertainment. You would look at trees, Jep, Tommy would look for birds, and I would kick the soccer ball around. Look at the feet. Uh, you have a feet. Oh, and actually, I can't separate my the fall tour from just constantly drawing New Yorker cartoons. That was like all you I was did. doing. I was submitting every week, and you got to do five to ten fresh comics every single week. So that tour, whew, you did it, right? I, I managed to do Wait, it every it's single not, week. Is it out? As of taping, it's not out yet, right? No. The first one hasn't appeared? No, and, and it's, in, it's an interesting thing. You don't, they don't tell you. You would just get an issue of the New Yorker and be like, oh, yeah, there's my comic. It's very strange. And they might not ever put it in. They just buy it from you. Really? Yeah. Well, that's There's no guarantees. That's very strange, too. Yeah, but it is very exciting. And, and during the tour, when we were in Joshua Tree in a day off, I remember that's when I got my first that's New right. Yorker cartoon approved. And that was like number 75 or something that Man, I you submitted. Were... I did a lot. Hats, hats off to you, Tommy, for, you know, when you draw cartoons, you, you, don't, you just draw lots of them. <laughs> I, was, that's why I was about to say like a genuinely nice thing and that's stupid. <laughs> but you really do like I don't know more than anyone I know and like you set you, you set really great goals for yourself creative goals for yourself which is really hard to do and then you you push through and make it happen and it's awesome it's really inspiring thanks man yeah I, I, I did a, actually did a comic recently about drawing so many comics like why why I'm still drawing so many comics yeah. and it's like it had like a cartoon of a I'm describing a cartoon on a podcast was a, a nightmare um but uh, I had it was a drawing of a, a bully coming up to me as like a as like a kindergartner saying like, hey, dweeb, you're kind of short. <laughs> and then the next panel has me like just steaming and fuming about it. And then and then the next panel is him saying me thinking in my head, I'm going to get back at him by drawing so many comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Sort of stupid. We should we should have a Tommy destri- describes comics segment. We should Tommy describes Garfield. And look, I remember I was like, you ever look at the oldest thing on your Instagram? I don't know. I I haven't really deleted. I have never deleted my early posts. Like I don't do the whole cleanup thing really. Bold move. I have a I have a um picture 
of the first, I think the first Van Doodle, which was solicited via Twitter. Or no, it was a friend in the van. But yeah. wasn't it the maybe Ben? Maybe Ben's a friend. Yeah, I'm I'm the friend in the van. <laughs> and wasn't it a bunch of shrimp? <laughs> yeah, the shrimp dancing on the belly of a goat. That was yeah. the first yeah. one. Yeah. That was that's what started this. It must have just been a some friend of the some friend in the band, I guess. <laughs> was it just a friend? Back then, ben, back was then there were so many friends of this. So it must have <laughs> must have been one of those friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill, um, Billy. Billy should we talk about this uh new song or newest song that we have out as of this taping? I got a girl. You do? Yeah. Great tune. What's her name? I like I got a girl. She's not named in the song, I don't think. Well, no, you didn't. Well, who are you talking? I mean, the girl that Tommy's got is not the girl that the song's about. Yeah, you getting this mixed up? That's a song that Ben sings. <laughs> also, I will say, you did just post a picture of a dog that is not a girl and then said, I got a girl. <laughs> which I did really, just do that. Really tickled. <laughs> that was tickled cool. Oh, man. And the, okay, so. And then a, a real, an honest to God, like veterinarian wrote, this is not a, this is a boy dog. I so, know because I'm a vet and then circled the penis. <laughs> I know. Which, were they just being funny or are they actually a vet? I have a both. few questions. They are, they are okay. both a real vet and are being funny yeah. because they circled it. So just to <laughs> rewind, you know, we have a new song out as of this taping. It's called I Got a Girl. And as always, management is like, post some crap about it. You know, like be funny, go be charming. And, uh, you know, I just like, I made this quick video holding a dog and holding my friend's dog and put some of the got a girl music over it. And it was like, this will work. It's a cute French bulldog. <laughs> I did not even think about that dog's private parts. What's the dog's name? Freddy. Real life dog. What? Freddy. Freddy. Huh. Yeah, so, so yeah, they, they texted me. They were like, we're going to post this. And for the record, like we tend to come up with our own captions and all that. But occasionally we get some help and they're like, I'm going to post this to promote the song. Uh, what's, what should the caption be? Um, and I was like, and I was like, what's the dog's name? And I was like, the dog's actually a guy, but let's just say the dog's name is Ashley. <laughs> and then, so we post this video with this dog and the dog clearly has a penis. And so this vet commented and said, and said, I'm a vet, and that's not a, that's not a girl. And I was like, "Oh shit, really? How do they?" I swear, my first thought was, "How did they know?" <laughs> yeah, it's, it can be a real giveaway. Moving on. Well, and 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 what a song it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, look. Hopefully, by this point, we're we're already leaking or releasing other songs as well. We have a whole set of things in the pipeline. Got a girl is really fun to play on tour. The fun to, it's also so quick. And, yeah, we're uh, working in the studio this week. Yeah, on some new songs. Stuff coming out. It's gonna be awesome. Hell yeah! Maybe some tour dates being yeah. announced. Yeah, yeah right now. Yeah, yeah, right now we've got like what, like uh, s- there's probably like seven songs that are like ninety nine percent done. So we're just trying to get them off the assembly line and into yeah. the. Uh, what's, into the, into the internet into, yeah into the hamburger meat um, what are you looking for right now you got a I was trying to figure there? out how to play music how do you play music on a computer oh do you have the old do you have that old version of I got a girl oh I should play that that's really fun 
That that's trippy to hear. Actually, no. We should do. We should put that in the bonus material. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh la la. So if you're uh, if you like bonus material, hop on over to our Patreon. Yeah, because I got a girl's been kicking around since like 2015, probably 2016, yeah. maybe. I know, long time. No, I don't. That's these are not the same things. I was gonna play like costume or something, but uh, but it's not ready yet. Um, lot of music coming. Music coming, guys. I think we need to wrap this up. We're really pulling teeth here. <laughs> it's not good. There's a lot of pauses. Yeah. Just can you remember that tagline for the end of every episode, guys? We gotta wrap this up. We're really pulling teeth here. Have <laughs> uh, um, you made it this far? Thanks for watching your last ever podcast of what's it called? Thanks for listening and sorry. <laughs> um, also, if you know any cool insect facts for Ben, you can email us at famishpod at gmail.com. F A M E I S H pod at gmail.com. Insect you also, facts. This, you know, there's also going to be a companion segment, which I also run. Called Ask an Expert, a, a Bug Expert. <laughs> it's Ask an Expert, comma a Bug Expert, and you can ask me any question you like about bugs, and I will answer it. So, um, say, uh, uh, ask a question to an expert. A bug expert will be a future segment. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, though, too, wow. we uh, we're, we have some friends lined up who we're gonna interview on this thing. Uh, talk about the music industry, talk about their music, their Toror stories, you know, stuff like that. We're excited. We're going to get busy. Oh, we got, we got a whole season of great stuff for you. Good people, good chats, great stories, good music, jamming oldies, good songs, friends. A bug expert. A bug expert. An, an expert, comma, a, a, bug a bug expert. expert. <laughs> and trees. 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 Well, I think that's trees. it. Uh, parting, parting word, singular, Jesse. Tree. Parting word, Tommy. Have a, have a great. No, it's parting word. I have. <laughs> Goodbye. Pretty soon I'm gonna be famous. A little more famous than you. Certain people will greet my name with a proud and mighty. And one glorious day my songs will be played And an airport chilies too Why yes I'm gonna be famous And you can be famous too